Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. So you missed something tonight on After Midnight with Granger Smith. No worries, we got you covered. Welcome to the After Midnight Podcast with Granger Smith. You all ready? Here we go. Yeah. Welcome to Monday, America. Hey, y'all, this is Jason Aldean. We're the Zach Brown Band. I'm Carly Pierce. That's right. It's Chris Jansen. Hey, it's Nate Smith. This is the one and only. Name alone is a staple in country music. Like, let's not lie. Welcome to After Midnight with Granger Smith. Neymar Davalos, who's only eight years old, found a World Series championship ring during his first Houston Astros game and gifted it to his father, Ray, for Father's Day. They believed the ring was a replica until they saw a social media post saying the lost ring belonged to Ronaldo Munoz, a longtime employee of the ballpark. Ronaldo was overjoyed. I'm so glad they did the right thing, Munoz said. At the end of the day, it's the best thing you could ask for. To show his appreciation, he rewarded the family with some Astros swag, including game vouchers, bobbleheads, shirts, and even some replica World Series rings. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. Hey, Granger, huge fan, brother. I love watching your podcast. God bless. Bye-bye. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for calling in. It's time for Earl Dibbles and Dumb Criminals. I'm Earl Dibbles Jr. I'm a country boy. I'm an honest boy, too, and crime don't pay. I got a story to prove it. A woman in Indianapolis, Indiana, says she's a victim of a robbery. But, hey, not just any robbery. The woman says she was coming home from a late shift at work when a gunman approached her, took her money, and then made her send him a Facebook friend request. After the woman was reportedly forced to be e-friends with the robber, he took off on a bike, but it doesn't end there. The two started direct messaging each other, and Boyce allegedly told his victim he'd pay her back and asked her out on a date. She politely declined the invite. The fellow was eventually charged with armed robbery and carrying a gun as a felon. How dumb was all that? Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight with Granger Smith. So after 540-some-odd shows of After Midnight with you guys consecutively, I took a little bit of time off, a little over a week from After Midnight, and I had to travel over to the Middle East to do some work over there. The whole time I'm there, 
I'm hearing about this international news story that now we've all heard about the submarine that's down there exploring the Titanic and they lose communications and they're somewhere desperately waiting to be rescued. Those poor people in the submarine just sitting there counting the, the minutes. Maybe they're, I was thinking, maybe they're, they've got their phones out and they're writing a note to their family on their notes of their phone. Just one last message that, that one day when this submarine is finally discovered and they open it up and these bodies are perfectly preserved in this pressurized chamber, there are their phones and their messages and maybe even voice memos to their loved ones. And, and maybe there's profound insight about life and what they thought of in their last moments as they realized they only had three days and then two days and then one day and then only hours to live what kind of incredible human insight would we get from this discovered submarine? These are all thoughts I'm having as I'm sitting over there in the Middle East. And then at one point last week, we get this news story on top of the news story that says, now they've discovered tapping noise. There's a tapping noise going on somewhere. They've discovered this with their sonar. And it's, it's happening once every 30 minutes, which is so interesting because that means that they're alive down there because these humans are so smart that they're tapping once every 30 minutes so that it, it makes sure that this is distinct from any other ocean sounds. How smart are they? So then we think, well, maybe this is a gift. Maybe, I was thinking, as I'm with my team, I'm literally in Pakistan, right? I'm in Pakistan, and I'm talking even with the Pakistanis who have representatives of people on the submarine, right? There's Pakistanis in the sub, and I'm, I'm in Pakistan, and we're all talking about this. This is worldwide international news uniting everyone. And we're like, hey, maybe, maybe this is a gift to these people. Maybe we should all be so blessed in order to know the exact minute and hour that we should die, right? Like, think about it. If you knew the minute and second that you're going to die because none of us know that right now but if we were gifted that what would we what would we think about in our last moments how would we look back upon our life and reflect upon it and what would it mean to us so i'm sitting there in pakistan and we're all thinking maybe maybe this is a blessing to them the the thing that we thought was a curse and something so terrible Something mind-blowingly awful. Maybe maybe that's a gift. Maybe they, they should be so blessed to have a gift of knowing the end of their life. Something that we have no clue about. Something that we could be so fearful about. And they never know. You never know. Today might be the last day or maybe I have 40 more years. I don't know. But, but then we think... Maybe from the submarine, maybe in the submarine, we'll learn about them. We'll learn about some, some kind of knowledge that, that, that they found and they recorded for us. So, so, man, I can't wait to find this sub to see what happened, right? This is all the things happening last week. And everyone listening right to me right now went through some, some level of this last week. But then all of that stopped when we found out what really happened. Let's talk about this. Taking your calls now. 866-607-8383. Call and be part of After Midnight now. Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight with Granger Smith. I was in the Middle East in Dubai and Pakistan last week. 
taking a little break off of After Midnight and doing some other business. And while this is happening, this whole international lost submarine story is happening. And it's affecting not just Americans, but it's it's a worldwide news story. So everyone's talking about it in the Middle East as well. It's on it's on all the news stations on the the languages that I can't even understand. People are talking about this story. And I was in Pakistan and there was there's was Pakistanis in the submarine so that makes it even more relative to the people there and and we're all talking about this and talking about what they might be going through as they as they realize they're running out of oxygen or resources and they realize that their life is coming to an end and maybe there's some kind of profound thought that they're having maybe it's actually a gift or a blessing that they know the end of their life they know the last second that they will breathe oxygen on this earth and maybe that's a gift that we will never understand and maybe they can unpack something for us during those last moments that we could learn from them after we discover the submarine but then we find out, well, in fact, that's not the story at all. The whole thing imploded. They're gone. The submarine is destroyed. There was no tapping noises. There's no people down there waiting to be rescued, perhaps entangled in the wreckage of the Titanic. That didn't happen. But why didn't we know that? How did, how did that information not get passed to us? Why were we left for so long wondering about this. James Cameron, the director of the movie Titanic, said it this way. I didn't hear about it until I woke up Monday morning. I immediately got on the phone to some of my other, uh, you know, contacts in the, in the deep submersible community. Within about an hour, I had the following facts. They were on descent. They were at 3,500 uh, 3, meters heading for the bottom at 3,800 meters. They comms were lost and navigation was lost. And I said instantly, you can't lose comms and navigation together without an extreme catastrophic event, a high, highly energetic catastrophic event. And the first thing that popped to mind was an implosion. So I felt in my bones what had happened. So this entire week has just felt like a prolonged nightmarish charade where people are running around talking about banging noises and talking about oxygen and all this other stuff and their coast guard is out with airplanes i knew that sub was sitting exactly underneath its last known depth and position so then i ask you late night after midnight listener the first real conversation we've had since i got back from pakistan what do you think about this why didn't we know this? Why does, and, and this is not just an American thing. I'm telling you, I was in Pakistan, I was in Dubai last week, and it's the same story perpetuated. Why didn't we know this? Not just Americans, but internationally. Why didn't we know? Why, hey, if they knew the sub imploded right away, why wouldn't they just say it? Why would they drag out the story as if they're searching the landmass as big as Connecticut or whatever they said. Looking for the sub, they're probably waiting to be rescued. Why would they why would they do that to us? Call me 866-607-8383. Why would a news story like this be perpetuated and extended out after so much drama, drama, drama on the news? And I have to say it so many times that it's interesting. My spin on the story is interesting because I wasn't watching it from the U.S. I was watching it from the Middle East and it was the same story. 
It was the BBC and all, and all those international news networks were saying the same thing, just kicking the can down the road, making us believe something that wasn't even happening. It's strange, right? Call me 866-607-8383. First real discussion we've had in a couple of weeks. We are After Midnight. Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. You're up After Midnight with Granger Smith. The secret to combating baldness might just be hiding in hairy moles. What? The bold claim for the bald can be traced back to researchers at the University of California, Irvine, who discovered a molecule called osteopontin that's found in moles that sprout hair. This got them thinking, if osteopotin can trigger stem cells to grow thick hairs, then why can't it be used to harness the same kind of lustrous energy all over the head? After getting encouraging results with mice, the team is prepping for human trials this summer. The treatments may involve injecting osteopotin directly into the scalp using micro needles, similar to the ones used for Botox. If it all goes well, men may be able to expect thick manes in their future. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. This is Daryl from South Carolina. You sounding good, Granger. Appreciate you, Daryl. Thank you for calling and thanks for listening. This day in history on After Midnight. On this day, June the 26th, 1917, the first U.S. troops arrived in France during World War I. 1925, the movie Gold Rush, starring and directed by Charlie Chaplin, was released. 1945, the United Nations Charter was signed by 50 nations. 1977, Elvis made his last appearance on stage. 2018, Dolly Parton received her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Some famous birthdays include pop singer Ariana Grande, slugger Derek Jeter, NFL star Michael Vick, actor Nick Offerman, and actor Chris O'Donnell. Those are just a few things that went down on this day in history. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. You're up after midnight. This probably should have been categorized under a weird news story, but uh, okay. (laughs) This thing came out. This news story came out. Okay, let's not even call it a news story. A social media hype happened recently where two billionaires, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, are talking about fighting each other in an octagon. (laughs) You heard about this? A lot of people are saying it's real. And I'm not sure if I believe it or not, but these two guys are saying that they would fight. And if they do, it would be, whether you like it or not, the most anticipated fight of all time. The owner of Twitter and Tesla and SpaceX and every other invention Elon Musk has versus Mark Zuckerberg, owner of Meta and Instagram and, of course, Facebook. I'm up for a cage match if he is, the 51-year-old Twitter owner posted in a Twitter thread just last week after striking back at a user's post referencing Zuckerberg's jiu-jitsu experience. Send me location, Zuckerberg says back. Vegas Octagon, Musk responded, adding, I got this great move I call the walrus where I just lie on top of my opponent and do nothing. What I just read for you is actually out of USA Today, so... It's kind of serious. I also have some odds. I have some odds on who people think could win this fight, and I'm going to get your opinion on it. I'll read these odds coming up on After Midnight. You're up After Midnight with Granger Smith. This is Carolyn from Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm just wondering, when are you coming back to Grand Rapids? I loved your show when you were here before. Oh, you know I love Grand Rapids, one of my favorite places. 
Thank you for listening to After Midnight. After Midnight with Granger Smith. We talk so much about Elon Musk on After Midnight, and it's usually some kind of like Neuralink relation or artificial intelligence, which I love to talk about. And if you want to get a Neuralink computer chip in your brain, if you want to do that, you can call me. We can talk about that. We can continue that discussion. But that's not what I'm talking about in this particular story. Elon Musk, inventor of Neuralink and owner of Twitter and inventor of SpaceX and Tesla, he wants to fight. Good old-fashioned cage fight in an octagon. Verse who? Mark Zuckerberg, creator of Facebook. Now listen, if you've never seen a fight, if you're not the kind of guy that watches pay-per-view fights, if you're not that or girl, if you don't watch pay-per-view fights, you gotta admit, you're interested in watching this one. (laughs) This will be the most anticipated fight of all time. You got to admit, you'd be curious to watch at least you want to watch the clips of this. This would be such a train wreck. I've got some odds here. I found this on none other than Twitter. But it's interesting that I found it on Twitter and it's saying that Elon is the underdog with 46.1% of votes. Zuckerberg's coming in 53.9% as the favorite to win the cage fight. What do you think? Call me 866-607. 8383. Should a couple questions for you. First, should these two men fight for charity? We're talking millions and millions, perhaps even billions of dollars could be raised for charity. That's how popular this fight would be. The second question is who do you think would win? You got Zuck, you got Musk. Call me 866 607 8383. If not any of these questions, If you could pick any two people to put in an octagon in Las Vegas, who would it be? Late night discussions. We're After Midnight, y'all. Thanks for staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. Hey, thank you for sharing Monday morning here with me on After Midnight. Before you take off and get yours started, let me remind you, God is great and he's worthy of our praise. I'm Granger Smith coming to y'all from the Yee Yee Farm in Central Texas. Thanks for hanging out. After Midnight with Granger Smith. Heard on more than 200 radio stations nationwide and all over the world on the free iHeartRadio app. Hit up aftermidnight.com to find a radio station near you. And make sure and follow us on Instagram at After Midnight Granger Smith. Thanks for listening to the After Midnight Podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. 
Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.